Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. And we're here to review the Disney Plus original series, Loki, which stars Tom Hiddleston as Loki, Owen Wilson as Mobius, Mabatha Raw as Renslayer, and a few other people. But, oh, also, what's the lady's name? It was Sylvie. Sophia Di Martino as Sylvie. But <clears throat> es- essentially, this series is about Loki and the events that happened after Avengers Endgame. So when he escaped from 2012 Avengers. But what did you get from the Disney Plus original series, Loki? For me, Loki was much better than expected. I did not think I'd like it as much as I did. Um, Loki was reaching that Batman territory for me where it's like, okay, <laughs> I love this guy, but he's a little too much. See him a little too often. Um, <laughs> what are you doing with him? Right. But no, I, I, I enjoyed the series. I, it went, it didn't go where I thought it was going to go. Um, uh, when you get into the end of the series, um, and really the, I mean, the whole, I didn't know much about the timekeepers before this, um, and how they all worked. Um, but I was, I was happily surprised. Yeah, me too. I mean, as far as Loki, I really don't care about his character that much. Um, we do get to see him relive some of his highlights of his life throughout, um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And even though we saw the end of him in Infinity War, it wasn't like, wow, um, they're killing one of my favorite characters. It was more like, wow. Thanos is just that guy. He's just kill anybody. <laughs> but um, I felt a little bit more sorry for him in this. They, they do give some, some more background to him, uh, his motivations. They kind of explain why he might be doing things and what he really wants. And um, we get to see a lot of growth in his character. Definitely. I think um, particularly in that first episode and the kind of breaking him down, showing him his entire life um, as it was written, it, it does kind of make you feel bad for him. Um, and it makes you question in comic books um, if characters were able to think and comprehend, um, break the fourth wall, how it might feel being cast as the villain who's never in, supposed to win. Hmm. Um, I think some shows and movies have gone that route. And, you know, what's that, Megamind? Isn't that one where someone crosses signs or something? Um, uh, well, Megamind, well, yeah, he does kind of cross sides, but he, he starts out as the villain and then creates another villain to have a superhero to go up against. And then that right. hero turns into a villain. More of a <clears throat> so they kind of roll reversal. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's an interesting concept and we don't get to see it fleshed out like this. Um, some of those deeper questions, it is nicer to have a series to go through. Um 
and and learn about it. What I will say, what I love and hate about Disney Plus is they don't release all the episodes at once like Netflix, which is fine because it builds anticipation um, and it makes it an event every week. But it was very hard waiting week after week to see what was going to happen because this show really is a continuous story. And it's not even like they'll have cliffhangers. It was just like it was building on every episode um, so drastically. Um, so it was definitely fun to watch. I would definitely agree, but my in, indifferent feeling about um, Loki, I had to watch it two times just to feel that same way. You know, the anticipation building, it wasn't towards the, it, mm. like up until about the end when I felt like the anticipation was really building um, because we were getting to know what was actually happening. Because there are some confusing parts. Uh, it is a big mystery of what's going on. Who is this variant who's messing up the, the timeline? Um, but as we got closer and closer to really stuff outside of Loki, I think I became more interested. Definitely. And without getting into too much detail on a side tangent, do you think the earlier episodes in WandaVision were more or less confusing than the earlier episodes in this? No, I mean, these were straight to the point, really. Um, <laughs> I knew exactly what was going on. Uh, they explained almost everything. In WandaVision, that was more of, okay, let's get past this part. I mean, it's good nostalgia. <laughs> was it feeling the 60s and the 50s? Mm, no, I mean, I had enough in that in the first episode, I think. <laughs> and it kept going. I think it was only three episodes, but it kind of felt longer the more that we had to wait. It definitely did. It was only three, but it, it definitely did feel longer. Um, <laughs> there were some points in the series that I was a bit bored in Loki, not going to lie. Um, it, I don't think there was much they could have changed to change that for me. Mm -hmm. um, it's just the way the story was written um, and the way it, they chose to make it make sense. But I thought some of the beats were a little slow. Um, and some of the some of the later episodes, there were really big moments, but there are also like, why are we still sitting here? Why are we still talking? Why are we moving on? <laughs> I got that. I, I definitely got that. Yeah. Especially between like conversations with uh uh spoiler alert himself in a different timeline. But um right. That I mean that they went that train too long. I <laughs> I didn't yeah, even they care. Were on, <laughs> <laughs> they were on that train too long. I did not care at all. I was like, come on, let's get to the next thing. Um, it's it's like he's in love with himself. I don't I didn't care. Literally. Which is <laughs> also like an uncomfortable concept. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to get into that, but <laughs> it's, it's a little weird. Um but I'm trying to think of anything before we go into some real spoilers. But um, yeah, I mean, overall, I think it was a pretty good series. Um, pretty much, I think all of these series that Marvel have come out with been pretty good. Um, none of them have been bad or even just good. I mean, they, they've really uh, exceeded expectations, at least for me. I, I I agree, but I'll say I had high expectations um, as a super fan, so I don't know if they really exceeded them because they were unrealistic to start with. Um, but yeah, I, they, they did a good job. They did a really good job. And 
I almost feel like I, in some ways, I do want to know, okay, where are the movies going to pick up with this, with these shows and how important is it going to be? And I feel like they need to strike a, a nice balance because it can't be that these shows were necessary to really understand what's happening in the movies, but it also can't be that these shows were completely unnecessary and everything is explained away in two seconds in the movies. You know what I'm saying? Well, what happens at the end of Loki is definitely not going to be just skipped over. There's no skipping over that. Well, not skipped over, but it could be just like the multiverse is broke. We need to fix it now. Like, Wait, like, hold on. Like, you, you're spoiling. Start, well, <laughs> if y'all don't know by now, listen. Um, but <laughs> you haven't but even no, got to the like, beginning. Remember Back to the Future? Whenever um, Doc said, Marty, we have to go now. It's about your children. Like they could just start off like that and not really discuss anything that occurred. Uh, I mean, I don't know that there's no way that you can't not discuss some of this stuff. I mean, maybe they start in another universe or something. I don't know, but we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Um, Just a little bit. (laughs) I mean, straight to the end, but um, I guess we can go and get started. So the events of uh, 2012 Avengers movie, uh, we start off there where Loki has gotten the uh, was it the tesseract, and um, he's escaped off into this desert somewhere, and um, these random people show up and say that you're under arrest. You need to come with us. We are a part of the timekeepers, and they bring him to kind of like an old timey place. I don't know. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of the Netflix show. We, we reviewed it. It's like the X-Men. Um, oh, the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, the Umbrella Academy. Like the same setup of the timekeepers. Why, why do they always have to have like an old style look? I don't know. And, you know, um, I don't know. It was, it was It's interesting because I also feel like they were going with a timeless effect, right? If you go in any back office in a store or just just an old company, they all look like they're in the 70s somewhere in their office buildings, right? Um, and it's so, it's so familiar. It feels like a DMV. Like it just, it gives that cubicle office vibe it never changes. that I don't think you get from modern businesses. Like Google and Facebook don't look like this. But at one point, IBM and Apple did. And it's like, that's just what you think of when you think of orderliness, work, mundane task, um, meaningless, meaningless work. I mean, and, you know, I won't spoil anything. I will go as we go. But I mean, we're talking about the first episode here. It was just a meaningless office that they were all working in. And they didn't know what their actual purpose was. I mean, think about the infinity stones that were just in drawers from different timelines, dimensions. They were paperweights. Yeah. Just meaningless. They couldn't be used, I don't think, right? That is what I believe. They they couldn't be used um, for some reason that was not explained. No, it was just played out for a joke. Um, and that's when Loki realizes, you know, I need to figure this out. <laughs> I can't just, he can't use his powers in this realm. Um, but he sees that this is very serious because some other guy is very belligerent and gets pruned 
and goes off to somewhere, some other place that we find out later on that exists. Um, and that's when he straightens up, <laughs> at least a little right. bit. Terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and we've skipped over who we, the, one of the most important characters, I think, Miss Minutes. Oh, yeah. Miss Minutes. Played by she... Tara Strong, who also voiced um, Tommy Pickles um, and like oh. every other important childhood character um, wow. to our childhood. Yeah, she's done a lot of voiceovers. Tara Strong um, is like the queen of cartoons. She's one of the legends. Um, and if you think about it, her voice wasn't that much changed from like that Tommy Pickles voice, just with a country accent. But um, Miss Minutes, equally terrifying in the beginning. Um, I was confused about her. <laughs> it, I was also confused. It was confusing to, to know if she was a recording or if she was being broadcast or if it was someone else talking. But she, nope, she was a sentient being created by the timekeepers um, to pretty much be eyes in the sky and run um, run the facility. Um, she explains everything as you go. She tells you what to do and what not to do. She's a hologram clock. Um, but yeah, but, but Tara Strong, I mean, excellent voice actor. I'm glad she finally made it into the MCU. Um, but she's literally been in yeah, everything. She's been so much. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. She's... <laughs> Like I said, she's she's definitely like she has a lock on voice acting. Um, she's been at it for a long time. Yeah, wow. Never miss a day of work. Oh no, and not a paycheck either. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Miss Minutes. I was also confused about her motives because it did seem like she had a separate motive compared to uh, Renslayer, even though it seemed like they kind of worked together. Yeah, it was an interesting dynamic, right? Um, because Miss Minutes has a direct line to the timekeepers, um, but Rangslayer does not. And she seems jealous. She's like, I want to know what our purpose is. Um, but she's not curious enough to do anything about it for most of the series. Um, and Renslayer is kind of like the leader of this timekeeper place, or at least one part of it. Right. And she she's very much like a like a school principal, she gives those vibes in her office. Um, very uptight. Everything is to be a certain way. Everything is in order. You report to me and no one else. Um, interesting character, but um, yeah, definitely wanted wanted to know more, but wasn't willing to to do the dirty work um, to find out more. Yeah, um, but she was almost like judge, jury, and executioner. Um, and we also have Mobius played by Owen Wilson. Um, he's kind of like the chill guy. <laughs> I mean, he almost acts the same way in every movie. He did, he, did, you know, he didn't do. Wow. 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 He didn't do his wows. Like, I think he might have did it once or twice. Um, but he didn't do his famous wow. Um, Owen Wilson in this as, as Mobius, I thought was pretty interesting as a casting choice. Um, they do get some big names for these shows sometimes, and he's definitely one of the big ones. Um, and um, he was very laid back, very chill, um, still about the business, but still wanting to learn more. Um, and he was kind of tasked with managing Loki um, since he did, they didn't prune Loki um, because he seemed to be important to the timekeeper's overall missions. Um, so they kept him around, but Mo Mobius is the one that kind of broke him down 
told them this is the game plan. You work for us now, pretty much. Um, and don't try anything. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he should expect by now he's going to turn on him at some point. I mean, because he's seen it all throughout his history. But also, Renslayer does not, definitely doesn't trust Loki, um, but kind of agrees to let Mobius watch over him while they try to find this variant, which is a bigger problem. Um, this variant has been causing a lot of, uh, a lot of the timelines to be messed up. And she's going around, well, this variant is going around and just messing up everything. So that's the biggest threat to the timeline. Um, and they're still trying to I figure out who it how, is. Right. I love how this series talked about variants so much. And like, I heard the word variant on the news because of this virus. And we're just <laughs> like, wow, this lined up so nicely. I'm wondering what variant means. Um, and it feels like there's a variant going around messing up our timeline. Um, but yeah, um, they're trying to chase these variants. And essentially, they explain it like there's there's these um, ah, not supernatural events, but like I know what you world, mean. What's that? Nexus event. Nexus events, right? That happen that have potential to make a branch timeline. It could be as simple as you tripping, or getting hit by a car, or butterflies type of the wings, or um, the first time we heard Nexus was in Scarlet Witch. Whenever um, Agatha called Scarlet Witch a Nexus being. Um, and that mm. is someone in the comics, they say, who can cross timelines and is the same throughout each one because she's a nexus being, which makes multiverse of madness mean so much more. But um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, yeah, yes, yes. Oh, I can't wait. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, see these nexus events that are happening and um they prune people whenever they're about to make this nexus event happen to make sure the sacred timeline stays intact. And there's a variant going around traveling between nexus events who's messing things up. Um, and Loki is very important in finding this person. Yes. And they think that it could be a variant of Loki, like a stronger version of him messing things up. Right. Um, stronger, smarter, a Loki that wins. They were really, they were really disrespectful to Loki. They're like, there's someone out there, a version of you that is like whipping our tail, and um, we're gonna get you to help, just because you're the one we got. Um, but this other one, it's rough. Yeah, you're, you're really not that special. <laughs> not at all. We've already seen it before. Um, but he ends up being kind of like uh, the catalyst for finding this Loki because he actually does some research and finds some clues to find out where this variant may be hiding. Um, and he figures out that it's at each of the Nexus events, like the end of the world type of things, um, right, hiding right before the, the world is about to end. Right. All these natural disasters or, or you know, in the future and the past, right? They, they're traveling forward and backwards and just disintegrating a place when they're done. Um, so that timeline doesn't exist. Um, it's pretty dirty work. I mean, killing off entire timelines, I guess technically they're the same people in your timeline, but it, it just seems wrong. Um, and then you find out towards the end, I mean, it is just messed up what they're doing. Um, but we think they're the good guys. I mean, they're trying to save the timeline, right? That's what, that's what um, the, the ancient one 
talked about keeping the timeline intact, not removing a stone from one timeline because it can create a branch reality. Um, so we've stones heard this don't matter. <laughs> we've heard this theory before, right? But we're even above that. The stones don't matter right now. So what is Doctor Strange going to do? Um, I don't know, but work with the Scarlet Witch. Work with the Scarlet Witch. Work against the Scarlet Witch. Bring the ancient one back to life, maybe. Um, there is there is precedent for that. She lives in a mirror in the comics. He, um, but anyway, um, so it's possible. All of this, um, really, what's funny is I think Loki and um, Scarlet Witch. I feel like are both really long trailers for Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> I feel like the, it had they have to affect those movies the most um, going forward, right? The Eternals they seem to be doing their own thing. Um, I don't know what they're doing. We don't know what they're we don't know what they're doing. I mean, that um, trailer is just like so vague. <laughs> did you see the one that came out most recently today? Oh no, I didn't. There's one that came out today. You need to oh, okay. watch it. It All doesn't right. make things any more clear, but it does give you an idea of what timeline they're in and where they are in the timeline because we've been we'll we've already been there in some of the films so it's interesting to know that something else is happening during a time we saw and not like black widow in a time that doesn't matter anymore (laughs) you didn't have to say that (laughs) i did (laughs) okay wow yeah i gotta watch it final you, yeah, trailer it's 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 pretty it's a final trailer yeah it's pretty good um yeah you see a little bit more of their abilities what they're up against um not a big name drop but you see some some marvel uh stuff that's been on the back burner for a long time pop up um so i'm ready good. for the shang chi I'm, I'm ready for that shang chi i am too that one's gonna be exciting as well um you know, it, it gives me it gives me rush hour vibes. And <laughs> I miss that in my life. I, I do. So <laughs> well, who, who's the black guy in this? Is it Aquafina? It's not, well, Aquafina, honestly, she's the closest to it. I mean, she's played a dragon and she's comedic relief. So checks enough boxes for me. She's almost like the the token one in all these movies. She is. From what I've seen. I don't know if she yeah. wants that, but I don't know. I mean, she seems like a bit of an outcast by her comedy style and whatnot. So I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, it it might work. I think that would be good. I don't know how that one's going to like interact with all these. um, Or maybe I'll be surprised. And and it really does interact with them nicely, these TV shows um, and this. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? You know what this conversation tells me? The first three, four episodes of Loki really can be summed up in a couple words, and the rest of it didn't really matter. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> there was stuff that mattered, but they just stayed so long on the points. Like, okay, it's another Loki out there. And they spend like 30 minutes trying to find them. And that whole fight scene. So when we get our first interaction with the other Loki, we're in a store in like 2025, and it's like a Kmart that's been like, electrified with those still exist right 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 those still exist in this universe um and it's a big hurricane it's like a cat 10 it doesn't even exist yet hurricane that bad and um it's a nexus event so they go to it to meet the new or the other variant of loki and 
they have this fight scene and she touches one of the one of the timekeepers um agents and reveals to them um their i guess we skipped over the first time she did this but essentially she has the ability to reveal to them through their memories of what their life was and they're like what do you mean what it was um i've always been working for this agency and this version of loki is able to tap into that psyche and show them what really happened um where they were before they were ever part of the timekeepers which throws them off um it happens to one of them and she gets pruned um because uh ring slayer ring slayer is like um absolutely not we need to protect the integrity of the timekeepers so we're gonna prune you um and it happens to another one but she keeps it a secret um but also during this time this loki is touching people and um not possessing them but and they go back and forth with the technicality of what powers they're using which i found fun but i also can't remember what they were saying um specifically but like using projection versus i don't know puppeteering or something like that it was interesting intellectual debate between a loki and another loki trying to trick this loki um but the the variant yeah the very confusing the variant <laughs> loki is taking over other people's bodies and fighting the fighting our loki with them and i'm like just show us who you are <laughs> the episode's gonna end in 10 minutes and just reveal yourself and stop possessing people i need to know and it's like that kind of stuff they prolonged stuff which is great for television which is fine um but when you're summing up the episodes it really you really can't cut down the runtime because they just belabor some points a lot um, you can i mean that's why i kind of felt that way towards the beginning it, except for the first episode that kind of explained how the show was going to go what they were looking for what they were going towards but there was a lot of wasted time where they were just like okay just going back and forth oh we need to get this variant oh let's see what we need to do to get it or let's go out into the field and see if we can catch them or let's come back to right. uh, the tva you know it, it was wasting a lot of time but i got more interested as the story went on that the stuff beyond just loki i agree i agree with that um i was ready to move on by the end of most episodes except for the last one and I, the last one started slow the rest of them started pretty fast and ended slow didn't quite care for the pacing but um yeah uh, i was just ready to move on i like the epic music i mean lots of good music you're right yeah i, I like that i like the intro where it's got yeah. the different fonts of loki the letters um whenever the worlds are ending that music i don't know how to describe it but sounds good um yeah very cinematic oh yeah very cinematic I mean, it's good cinematography in this. Yeah, it's definitely, they don't cut corners. Just because Disney Plus doesn't mean it's low budget. They <laughs> throw everything at this. Um, CGI, fight scenes, all of it. They they go to work for these movies. Um, and I'm sure the actors are honored to be a part of um, a part of this. But they really do go all out. And I was happy to see that, really. Um, that these they don't just wash them down. It's like, you know... You remember back in the day whenever sitcoms just trying to do spinoffs like the neighborhood best friend of the main character. Um, and it just felt low budget and wrong. And it usually yeah. never lasted. Um, like <laughs> that's so Raven, then Corey in the house. It's like, <laughs> just let it go, right? It's not going to work. Um, but with these movies, they've done a good job of taking out some characters 
and really developing them and making really good content. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a CW show where, I mean, the, <laughs> <laughs> the CGI is just terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's awful. That's why they pick all the superheroes, superheroes with no powers. Um, on Wait a minute. They, I mean, Batman, they got the Flash Black and Black Lightning. They some do, of them. yeah. But it still looks awful. It, I mean, the fight scene is just terrible. Yeah, they don't got the budget. They don't have the range. It looks really bad, especially Black Lightning. I, I just can't even stand the fighting. I, I think they got a lot of interesting concepts, especially with the villain um, Tobias. But um, I never got into Black Lightning. I the fight is terrible. I mean, you, you should watch it. I, I think it's pretty good. I besides, should. I got a lot of shows I should watch. Besides the fighting, good. that's that's bad. Right, but the story is pretty good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Well, and and honestly, as I'm thinking back through this series, um, the middle of it is so. It was good, but not recountable. Like um, because of how the end really does flip everything on its head. It's like everything is irrelevant that we knew. Um, going to the series. So, for example, um, a couple episodes in, we do meet the timekeepers. Um, they Loki is brought to them for judgment, and they're sitting on the wall like Chuck H.E.'s animatronics. And um, it really does remind me of the Wizard of Oz. I think that's what they were going for. Um, the big man, the small man behind the the big head and smoke and mirrors and whatnot. And he goes in, and he's like, you know. <clears throat> They're talking to them in in full sentences. We've seen the three of them. They're laughing at one point at them. Um, And I forget what happens to cause them to break down. I I think um, the variant Loki throws something at them and the head just falls off. Ah, yes. This is after they've caught the variant Loki, brought her back and brought her for judgment to the timekeepers. Um, And she wants to kill them. She said, you ruined my life. We find out that... Um, this version of Loki, Sylvie, a female Loki, was taken by the timekeepers or tr- uh, at a very young age. Um, she, she was eight or nine. And she doesn't know what her next event was or would have been. Um, she was just taken. And we don't know either. <laughs> yeah, they never told us what that next event was or was going to be. You could argue um, without going to the end that. Um, the, the I'll say the one who knows all did that on purpose so we could get to that point in time. But um, yeah, we don't know what that next event was. And she was very bitter and angry for being taken away. And she escaped from the t- from the TVA with a um, device that allowed her to hop through time. And she was hopping through time all of her life um, up until this point. Yeah, but the timekeepers. So whenever she does get in front of them, she um, tries to kill them. And she technically succeeds. Um, we find out the timekeepers are actually animatronic things that are not sentient at all. And everything like is now in question. <laughs> like Chuck E. Cheese. Like Chuck E. Cheese. One of them reminded me of the guy from Futurama. <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, was I mean, used to look at it. It was kind of like something straight from the comic books. They they tried to make it look, I guess, 
just as close to the comics comic books as possible i think it was an interesting technique because for one it mm-hmm. gave the super fans this vision um and it also turned the show on its head and i think the ending was satisfying unlike iron man two, three with uh the mandarin but no two no, no, that's three. That's three. Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two with is with uh, Whiplash or... Oh, right. Or oh, yeah. Just whatever he's called. I mean, I think he yeah. was like two di- two different villains in one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but unlike how they did the Mandarin and, and really just made that just crapped all over that. Um, this one, they did it with intent. So I, I didn't feel upset by it at all. No, I mean, I don't know that much about them anyway. So I didn't mind that. And it also subverted your expectations, um, just showing that they weren't real. Right. And of course, you know how many episodes are coming out and you're like, we're not even, we're only a third way through this. What's going to happen now? The TVA is going crazy. We have um, Hunter B-15 was the agent that was revealed her past by Sylvie, but kept her mouth shut. So she wasn't um, pruned. Um, we have her going around. We have um, Renslayer who is questioning things. Um, and she's talking to Mobius about it. And Mobius is questioning things. Mobius is siding with Loki on things. Um, you don't know whether you can trust Loki. Now there's another Loki named Sylvie. And it's like, can we trust her? I have no idea. And then the story slows down. Yeah. <laughs> and we get this budding romance between Sylvie and Loki. Um, you know, how, more, how how fitting, right? The self-centered guy falls in love with himself. Um, and we, we, we get this story that's budding over a couple episodes and it's nice, but I it's guess. also like, I didn't really sign up for this. I kind of want to know the bigger scale stuff, what's happening. Um, it wasn't quite this, um, but I'm so glad we're spending so much time on this purple world um, where they're bickering with one another, going back and forth. Um, doing each other googly eyes at some point, um, trusting one another, not trusting one another, getting drunk together, falling asleep on the plant and the train, dancing, singing in what whatever language they speak, Asgardian. Um, all of, that that entire string of episodes, eh, probably my least favorite oh, series. Yeah. Um, didn't quite care for that. Me neither. I didn't care one bit. I mean, I was doing other stuff while watching it. And really, I didn't miss anything. <laughs> no, we didn't. I mean, I I went back to see the end of the episode just to see exactly what was happening to lead into the next episode. Um, but that was pretty much it. That, that was the only reason why I went back. I didn't really care for their romance. It does carry over to, I think, I think at this point, it's either the fourth episode and then it goes into the fifth episode where we meet the other Lokis and um, yeah. they are like sitting on like some kind of grassy field and discussing their feelings. I mean, I just did not care. Let's get on to the next thing. I know she wants to, or they both want to get to the timekeepers, the, the real timekeepers. So let's get back on there on that track. Um, most, yeah, most definitely. I was, I was ready to, um, to figure out what was going on. And I guess, um, to explain their journey, right? Um, it's revealed that when someone is pruned, they are not just evaporated. It looks like they just 
disintegrated. They don't exist. They're erased from the timeline, erased from history. Um, but no, they are sent to a place um, where they are to be destroyed by this giant entity in the shape of a tiger cloud. <laughs> Best way to describe it. Reminded me of the um, tiger from Aladdin, you know, the big tune where they got the, <laughs> that's what it reminds oh, yeah. me of. Um, but no, they're sent to this place. And throughout history, everyone who's sent to this place is pretty much consumed, except for Loki. All the different variants of Loki do, in fact, survive because Loki is a survivor. I feel like if there was a theme to the series, it was Lokis don't die, we multiply. Um, <laughs> and because <laughs> they just hung around, they were able to survive. And then, then I think the show picks up again um, and we meet the other variants. There's even a crocodile Loki or an alligator Loki. A black um, Loki. <clears throat> there's a black Loki. Um, <laughs> old Loki, young Loki, kid Loki, um, stupid Loki, election Loki, all different kinds. Um, and like the elves or something. Um, and they're pretty entertaining. Um, and, you know, they rallied under this new Loki who they all laughed at for thinking they could, he could outbeat this entity, this huge tiger. And they trust him. And they, they do it. Some of them sacrifice their lives, but they um, do, in fact, beat this beast. And also Mobius is here because um, he does get pruned for believing Loki. He gets pruned by um, Renslayer. At some, we glossed over that, but um, he, <laughs> he did, in fact, get pruned as well and survives in this place. But um, they fight this cloud monster and, um, yeah, they walk across the other side to the big time castle in the sky. Yeah. Um, the main villain here, I guess the biggest villain of them all. Uh, what do you call himself? I know he's supposed to be King the Conqueror. Um, he who remains. Okay. Yeah. He who remains. And he's not what you think he would be. He's more of a guy who's tired of doing his job. Um, almost really tired of living i guess <laughs> right i mean he is he's he's getting old he's tired of doing this managing a timeline that he's created um and his character it kind of felt like willy wonka um <laughs> he got like some jesus vibes going on right i've been known by many names um right he kind of get he gave this all-knowing presence um he wore the purple cape <laughs> <laughs> um and he was kind of goofy um, and he essentially, his, his all-knowingness um, created this um, device where he was able to jump through different timeline realities. He's a very smart person. And once he found out how to do this, he ran into himself in other timelines. And himself in other timelines were also very smart. And they also created this device. And they teamed up and made accounts of themselves a lot like Rick and Morty. I didn't watch this most recent season. I haven't watched in a while. Um, I need to get on that. Like, have you ever seen Rick and Morty? I have not seen any episodes. No. Well, it's actually, a, it, well, I mean, if you're going to watch Rick and Morty, don't look into the creator because he has like a questionable past and it's like, do I want to support this guy? I don't know. <laughs> He's not the best. I'll leave it at that. But he does have a very funny mind that's usually appropriate but again don't look into his past it'll ruin the show that's why i stopped watching it um <laughs> but if you <laughs> okay he's all right some weird, he's in some weird stuff um Dang, but, that makes it more interesting 
it's it it does but then you find out what it is and it's like oh i don't i wish i never knew this um but anyway <laughs> there's rick and morty and really it's based off of doc and marty from back to the future old guy with all this tech and the young guy sidekick um but rick is so smart and traveled the galaxy so many different times and ways there's a council of ricks um that come together rule the universe as one um and there are ricks who disagree with this council um, like any other governing body, but essentially it's all the same person, different entities. Um, so I found it interesting that this show, I don't know who did it first. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess technically did it in the comics and, and Marvel first, but um, it was interesting that, that we saw it this way. But essentially he had met himself in different timelines um, and they worked together and there was peace. Um, but then they realized, well, I need to make sure my timeline is good, that it doesn't end. I like my family. I like my life. I like all these things. And um, we found out that some of the timelines aren't as nice as other timelines. So they begin to fight until one person wing, wing, wings, wow. until one person <laughs> wins um, of all of these super intelligent beings. And then you end up with the, um, the one who knows all who we find to be Kang the Conqueror um yeah he, he he also uses that cloud monster to be like the difference maker yes that's right he he um charges him with that but he monitors the timeline to make sure that his is the sacred timeline and the only one that survives but he's had of doing this he is like literally ancient because of the knowledge that he has absorbed it's unclear how old he actually is but he's from the future because that's when he was able to discover the device but he's learned and studied all of his different variants um and defeated them which makes his knowledge a burden at this point um and he is constructed the timeline in a way that when these two loki's meet they come to him and then it's over he stopped figuring out what happens next he's waiting on that nexus event to see what happens um and obviously sylvie's very mad and they they duel it out um she wants to kill him not that interesting the fight the fight the I, fight to end all fights I, I didn't think it was that interesting oh you didn't think the fight was that good well i mean most of the fighting in here wasn't really that interesting That's at least true. to me it was more about magic <laughs> yeah but also you, you gotta explain that he offered them a deal so he did either they take over his spot and they start doing all of the timekeeping and keeping up with the timelines or they kill him and it starts all over again. There'll be more Kang the Conquerors out there who will come back and do the same thing. Right, because he's been keeping them at bay. Um, but if he's gone, they'll have to fight again in this endless war. Um, and Loki wants to run the timeline and Sylvie does not. She wants to kill Kang because she thinks he's full of crap and it's all made up um and there's no way this is possibly true um and she succeeds she does in fact kill him and then everything is broken um but when she does that she sends loki back with that device to the tva and everything has changed well not everything has changed really everything goes back to normal but it's just a new normal um and <laughs> um and no one knows what's happened yeah 
And also, I guess another form of Kang is now ruler of something. At the TVA, there were statues of the uh, timekeepers in like the middle part of, I guess, the building or I don't even know how to even say how large that place was or what to even call it. I don't know. It felt like an infinite space that was just offices and a library. <laughs> yeah, but now that statue that was with the timekeepers has now been replaced with a statue of King the Conqueror or one form of him. And nobody remembers who anybody is. Um, Mobius, he shows up. He doesn't know who Loki is. Uh, was one of the was it hunter b15 was she there yeah i think hunter b15 was like yeah what's up variant like you're <laughs> loki get get back to work like what are you doing and he's all confused he's like what are you talking about what work and then we zoom out and we have what i think is like the planet of the apes moment not new not dawn of the apes the new stuff the old stuff if you remember whenever the humans come back and they think they're on earth and they zoom out and you see ape lincoln like the statue is a picture is an ape but it's it's abe lincoln um that statue like in a different universe i wish they would have picked up the series there instead of starting over but it's fine i'm sure they made lots of money um <laughs> but they zoom out and the tva is no longer those three fake statue heads but instead it's a statue that looks like kane the conqueror so this kang could care less about if you know who he is because he is proud yeah um and i guess the time the timekeeper has been replaced with somebody much worse um and now this is kind of like an infinite an infinite series of events that can really happen um i'm not sure what happens next after this i mean almost anything can happen yeah almost anything can happen and of course we have the multiverse of madness movie coming so far away but so soon um is it really far away is it it's not this year is it i think it's next. no no definitely not yeah i think it's next summer or something like that or next fall um but um you have all this happen and then you hear in real life that i think loki gets at least one more season if not two more seasons and i think that's because i'm not sure if kane the conqueror is going to show up in the movies or not but because of the nature of time and time travel and infinite possibilities i mean there could be this show could last forever because (laughs) anything is possible you know yeah i mean yeah it's possible and also dr strange comes out in march so not too far away it'll be here before you know it. it's not too far away and tom hiddleston and elizabeth olsen are in the movie so it all matches up (laughs) yeah but i'm not sure about king the conqueror being like the main villain maybe it's um what's the villain called uh the fiery villain you know as one of his villains right dr strange who um what's his name it's like his main villain mephisto yes that is who everyone was hoping was in Scarlet Witch. So Mephisto could be Nightmare could be one. Um, we're not really sure. 
maybe um Chiu tell Edge of Four shows up again. He has to show up again at some point. He has to. He hated strange messes messing with the natural order of things. The bill comes due. <laughs> maybe he even becomes Nightmare Mephisto or something. Who knows? I mean, we all knew he was gonna change sides. Yeah, I blame it on the butt whooping he got after training Strange. <laughs> well, he was mad because he was like, you messed up the order of things. And then uh, the ancient one, she went against her own rules. So he's like, what am I even fighting with these people for? Oh, I meant Dormammu. That's what I meant. Ah, Dormammu. He could come back. Yep, that's what I meant. Dormammu. So that'd be interesting. I mean, really, I, I feel like it could either be Dormammu or Mephisto, one of those characters. Or even both. Who knows? Multiverse madness. <sighs> yeah, I can't wait. Are you going to try to see it in 3D? <laughs> um, I'm going to see it in 3D. I saw Black Widow in 3D. What? I know that was I a waste of money. It's a thing. <laughs> What what in what what in that movie was 3D worthy? Have, well, let me ask you this: When was the last time you saw a 3D movie? It might have been Doctor Strange. <laughs> okay, okay, that's five good years to know. ago. That's good to know. So, I think 3D movies now—it's not about like how it was in Spy Kids. We're not reaching out at the screen. No, it's not at you real close. In your that's face. reaching really low. That <laughs> I know. That's where we start. Them red blue glasses. That's where it all started. Um, but I feel like 3D movies now are just more immersive, right? It's not necessarily like you might forget it's 3D even. Um, but it's just there's some moments where it's like, wow, that's oh, oh. I don't know, it just gives me a full more full experience. I want to see what the director intended, right? Um they intended it to be in the normal version, not 3D. I don't know about that. I don't know about Wait, that. Even Black Widow? Come on now. What, what? I did. Even Black Widow. It's a thing. I got to see it. I got to see it soon. I got to see it in 3D. If it's Marvel, that's the way it is. <laughs> Was it really worth it? Well, I mean, I always thought I, I had to see Black Widow to stay consistent and, you know, be fair. Um, not in 3D. I mean, Black Widow was a, was a waste of money in general, not because of 3D, <laughs> because of Black Widow. But, um, <laughs> But I had to stay consistent. You did not have to do that in 3D. It was look, Tash messed through the shield one time. <laughs> there was a yeah. few flip kicks. <laughs> but let's not get started on that. Or not look, that. or look, that explosion with the glasses, you know, it came at you. What what about the fight scene where she was fighting the black widows? I mean, that was honestly that was really cluttered because they did make a lot of that 3D. Um, and it's like, I don't. It wasn't meant for three D. Wasn't meant for the big screen. It. it I don't. <laughs> Sorry, Scarlett Johansson. I know she's suing because it came out on Disney Plus too. But I understand the contract and whatnot. But she like she got a movie. Well, it is the reason why she's suing because she's losing out on some extra money. Is that what well, it is? To my understanding, her original contract only promised her money from theater views. Disney Plus was never an option. 
So anything made on Disney Plus was not paid to her. And she wants that money. She's not upset it went to Disney Plus. She's upset that Disney Plus doesn't add to her paycheck. Oh, okay. Only the movie sales did. Because when the contract was signed, it was never intended for um, TV release or at-home release. And they didn't, they didn't amend the contract either. Um, and that's why Disney was petty and released how much they paid her for the movie anyway. But they said <laughs> she missed out on like 7 to 10 million potentially because she didn't get anything for the Disney Plus viewings. But how much was the original salary? I don't know. You'd have to look it up because it was in the uh, it was in the millions. Well, no, they didn't. I lied. They didn't release how much she got paid for Black Widow. They released the total she's been paid to date from Disney. So I think it's like upwards of twenty something million. Oh, that's it. And they're pretty much like, "How dare you bite the hand that feeds you?" We're going to tell people how much you make from us. (laughs) You have to be upset about more money. But it's like, if it's the contract, it's the contract. And, and they did it wrong. <laughs> well, the only thing she's missing out on was extra money. I think she was going to get, you know, like the, the yeah. normal range because yeah, she was going to get, get paid. the normal range. But she, but she saw sales. She saw those TV sales and was like, well, hold up. Was it really that much? I want some of that. Enough for her to be upset about it. I guess I mean, it's like if you're a singer and you get money for the CDs, but don't get any money for the radio play. Well, that's just the contract. I mean, that's what you sign up for in the music in- industry. Yeah. So <laughs> she's, she's suing. And she's, I think it's also like a, a precedent thing because there are many other actors who are also upset by this, by this kind of a deal um, in this past year. And um, so she has a lot of support from people who have been put on these streaming services and not paid extra based on how much it got there. But I think she's probably the most paid period of anyone in this group so far. And that's why she's trying to sue. Totally settle. Okay. Well, I mean, it did make a fair amount compared to most movies since the pandemic started. So oh yeah, definitely. I don't I don't know how they count like streaming money, but uh... I don't know. It's very confusing. I mean, even with uh, a lot of the Warner Brothers movies coming out on HBO Max in the movie theaters at the same time, I don't know how they count that. Yep, somebody in accounting got it down. (laughs) Maybe subscriptions? Subscriptions, and then Disney Plus has the premium where you pay extra to view those new movies, like $30, right? Well, Unlike Warner Brothers and um, HBO Max and whatnot, they don't charge anything extra. Nope, you just get the service and it's there same day but um i'm surprised that it wasn't more than that you said 20 something million 26.3 sticks out i can't quite remember no that's right it said 26.3 million wait a minute i think that's just how much the movie made that weekend oh yeah sorry i am sharing my screen (laughs) (laughs) i see what you're doing Okay, well, I don't know how much she made. Well, that doesn't sound like that much. I mean, for 10 years? I mean, that is a lot of money, but from what I've seen, other actors make. I mean, it's also, she's playing Black Widow. (laughs) I mean... She got your own movie, though. Yeah, yeah. She get a fair amount for that. 
for that, yes, she's getting a lot. But I'm just saying, like her appearances throughout the MCU. I mean, I'm not surprised she wasn't, you know, getting top billing. <laughs> I mean, but for her own movie, you should get top billing. Oh, why would this get a sequel? <laughs> for what? <laughs> for which she's dead. I, I'm... Well, there's a multiverse. So she could easily show yeah, up again. She, I just put on a what if series and move it that. Um, <clears throat> but she probably just ended that anyway with the suing. So possibly. So well, she's gonna stay dead now. <laughs> yeah. What? Seven hundred thousand for Captain America: Civil War, and then two million for Black Panther. That's it. I'm thinking they're getting paid way more than that. Well, I mean, you think about these box office prices or, or amount they're getting back. Yeah, that's true. To a movie than just the main actor. So, wow. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, when we're talking like two million is not a lot of money. It's a lot of money. But, um, no, it is. But I'm, I'm thinking this like... They get endorsements, they get speaking fees, they get, you know, maybe other stuff in their contract, money from t shirt sales and using their likeness and their voice and toys and whatnot. So it's probably not that true to how much if they just had a line item in their bank account that says Disney, it probably is more than what that's saying they're being paid for. You know, that's really unfair right there. Chris Evans got 15 million for Avengers Endgame. Uh And then Robert Downey Jr. got 75 million. (laughs) It's because it's because he must broke his back carrying the entire MCU from the start. (laughs) (laughs) They're paying the boy. They're paying the boy. That's a big difference. And he might not be in in future content, you know, as heavily. So, like, thank you, thank you, Robert. Yeah, but wow, that that could have been Terrence Howard, but you know, (laughs) he probably got like a (laughs) hundred (laughs) thousand. Never was the next time. No, probably not even. I mean, Thor for his own movie got 150,000, the first movie. Yeah, I mean, he was a whole, he was a, I thought he did a really, I didn't care for him back then. Me neither. I liked him in the team up movies, but not his single movies. No, so boring. <laughs> but $150,000. Wow. Terrence Howard definitely didn't get that. Yeah, but um, we've gone way off topic. So um, any other thoughts, you know, <laughs> what the multiverse might bring? Um, infinite possibilities. I'm really glad about it. I'm glad that we're able to have these conversations about these wild topics in the comics that I never thought would be mainstream. Um, and it's fun to see. It's like, I felt like I, w- I learned so much playing the video games and, and reading the comics. And it's stuff that people wouldn't usually talk about, but now I can I can go into work, I can go into a store or something. And and people I would never thought I could have conversations with about this kind of stuff. I can because they're making it mainstream because it's so popular. And I, I do, I'm really enjoying that. Oh, yeah, I'm really enjoying this. I mean, this has been some of the biggest events for movies. I mean, I don't I don't think I went to the movie theater as much, you know, way back before all of these big event movies 
for the Avengers and some yeah. of the DC films. Um, and that could be a detriment also, you know, people like uh, Martin Scorsese saying like Marvel has ruined cinema or it's not cinema, you know, stuff like that. Cause the smaller movies get uh, overshadowed, but still I like these big event movies. It gets you hyped. Yeah. And I mean, they've been saying that since Star Wars. And is it true? A little bit. Um, <laughs> do I care? Not that no. much. Um, <laughs> because it's content that I like to see. Yeah. So I'm okay with it. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely changed. And I'm, I'm excited to be where I am in my life while this is all happening, to take it all in. It's really, really cool to be a part of. Definitely. And growing up, I mean, not not being old. And having to look back and complain how we didn't have this when we right. were younger. So it's, a, it's really one of the best times. Uh, but any other thoughts about Loki before we give it a rating? No, I think um, Loki was cool. King the Conqueror is my favorite character. Second was just minutes. Then Mobius. Then Loki. Like, I, I feel like they're, they're, those supporting actors in this one, I think, really stole the show. Yeah, uh, well, definitely King the Conqueror. I mean, I think his performance was over the top, but slightly necessary because it subverted your expectations again. He wasn't like some imposing figure. I mean, he's just a normal guy or that's the way they made him seem. So I like that. Um, But let's go and give it a rating. So the lowest rating is trash. Middle is background noise and the highest is a banger. So how would you rate the Disney Plus original series, Loki? I would rate this at a high background noise, unfortunately, (laughs) because I feel like it was such a good series and it was such good concepts and got Kang the Conqueror and all this stuff with timelines, but the episodes literally felt like background noise (laughs) (laughs) because it just wasn't that interesting to follow along with. It was more so interesting to be like, oh, that means this and that means that. And that's so cool. Um, but actually sitting down and watching the show for just what it was, eh, not too exciting. You know, I'm not going to disagree with that. Um, there's definitely those moments, um, maybe a little bit too much of it, but pretty much it's all interesting. And it ends in a very satisfying way. But I'm going to go with a low banger because um, I think this this show definitely did deliver. And it set up even more movies in the future. I don't know, maybe another 20 years. But um, I enjoyed this one. I think at the beginning and the end, some parts in the middle here and there. But the whole Loki falling in love with himself did not care about that at all. I mean, really, I don't care about Loki, the character that much. I was just excited about the stuff around him and the things happening to him instead of actually him yeah i agree with that yeah but uh we are gonna have another one of these another season i'm not sure how they're gonna carry over to another season to try to like uh keep us coming back because really i guess the just just the story about him i just don't care about that much it's about the stuff that's going to be happening because of what happened in the show. So, I don't know. Yeah, and because of the nature of TVA 
and what they've done to Loki, the things that were interesting about his character no longer exist. Now he's literally a guy in a cubicle. <laughs> so he's not the grandiose god of mischief anymore. He's just Kevin in the back of the office trying to figure stuff out. And it's, it's fine for a TV show, but it definitely makes it not as grand to watch. Like there are, are grand consequences, but the, day, but the day-to-day episodes, I can't imagine are going to be that exciting if it's more of this. Yeah, I mean, they'll probably build it up somehow, but it's hard to see. I mean, I'm more interested in Hawkeye um, wow. than, <laughs> than another season of Loki because of what happened. I mean, un- unless they just don't address this stuff like at the end of the Loki series and they just wait until season two. That's the only reason I see it being hyped up, at least for right now. But if they kind of just go somewhere else, I, I, don't, I don't know. Agreed. I don't I don't know where you take this. I also didn't know I didn't expect any of this from this TV show. So and I was happily surprised. So I don't know what they're gonna do next, but I I am curious about how it all plays in to the greater story. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they continue the story. I mean, I know they're gonna be having some other shows like um of course Hawkeye, Miss Marvel uh did they name any other ones they got what if that series is oh yeah now. Got oh yeah two episodes of that out two episodes okay i saw the first one yeah the other one came out yesterday yeah first one yeah it's okay i didn't it's just because how you feel about captain america but well um, i mean at the beginning i mean i still like captain america the character i like him after the first avengers really yeah, I get. It. I mean, I mean, yeah. You get the next episode. You actually, I let me know when you watch that one because it, this is the episode which Habit goes with his last um, appearance in the MCU. He's voicing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Definitely gotta watch that. This is his. This is his last thing he ever did for Disney. Um, and it's. It's. I'm not gonna ruin anything. It's his episode. Okay. Man, it's gonna be sad whenever Black Panther two comes out. Man. Man, it was sad watching that TV show. Because it ended and it's like, that's Chad. You know, it's been, a, I think, a year since that happened. Gosh, what is time? <laughs> I, I, I noticed like um, maybe a, a week or two ago, I was like, wow, it's been a year since then. Time flies. But it's definitely going to be sad. When COVID is around, all these variants. <laughs> running rapid <laughs> alpha beta lambda yeah. zeta i mean all the greeks out here delta fresh off the line <laughs> when is the timeline going to be reset i'm ready for it i'm ready for this all to not have ever happened <laughs> <laughs> uh it doesn't work that way in real life but um, any other thoughts about Loki? No, if you haven't watched it yet, definitely do. Um, as always with things Marvel, you're not going to be disappointed, right? Um, you'll learn some stuff. You'll see some cool stuff. you have more questions. You'll look into some stuff and become an even bigger 
Marvel fan because of what is taking place. And I think it's a really cool time to for entertainment. Oh yeah, definitely. Endless entertainment. You'll never catch up. But um that does it for us at Ain't Reviews. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, make sure to also subscribe to our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description. And you can click the message link, which will be in the description of the show to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening. <laughs>